like to I'd like to read you uh, an essay that was written by Lara, who was interviewed earlier. Now, Lara had to write this for school. Um, Lara, was this for RE or for English? Sorry? For an English, it was an English essay, but it's her story. And uh, she shared part of it earlier, but I'm just gonna read the essay just now. I've got permission. Throughout the bitter, cold, tedious months of winter, I was constantly dragged to countless events by my Christian chums, beach baptisms, crazy keelies, and boring Bible studies. You name it, I went. Most of the time, I'd show up because I can't say no to people. But I also thought, why not? What have I got to lose? And despite my initial re reservations, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I began to volunteer at the Lively Youth Club, which is held at my local Baptist church and is run by Christians. My Friday nights have never been the same since volunteering, and the kids, without fail, set me off in convulsions of laughter each week. The club had organized a trip to an outdoor adventure camp and everyone was exceptionally excited, like they had woken up on Christmas morning. Before I knew it, the time had come to visit the camp. During the trip, I conquered my fear of heights by climbing and abseiling down a 20-foot tree, as well, as well as learning how to ski on a dry slope, which was like an emery board. I was chuffed with everything I'd accomplished over the weekend and felt satisfied to go home knowing I'd tried new things. On the last evening, one of the youth leaders, Mark, gave a talk sharing why he believes in God and follows Christianity. During the talk, he listed various statistics and measurements that allow the world to function and sustain life. Then he went on to explain that they are so specific that he believes someone was behind them. I relive this moment over and over again. It was at this point I was looking at the animated planet spinning on the presentation and everything froze. I vividly remember listening intently. I began to tremble and shake like I was sitting in shorts out in below zero temperatures. It was a very foreign feeling that I had never experienced before in my life. I was perplexed as to why I felt this tingle all over my body. It was as if Mark had designed this talk for only me to hear and see. After the talk, people were encouraged to stay, sit and have a chat. I turned to my three friends and my throat became dry. My cheeks began to well up with tears. I tried to fight them, but they ran down my cheeks and my body was still quivering. After I stopped shaking, I began to sit and have a conversation with my friends. I had established that I believed in God and how he made the world and the miracles he had managed to do. To some, this scenario may sound ludicrous, but Christians had been weaving in and out of my life frequently recently, so to me it was like a sign. Before we went to bed, we all sat with our legs in a basket like we were in primary school all over again, and we all prayed to God. I thought it would feel strange, but it wasn't in the slightest. I actually felt a sense of security and belonging like a baby with its comfort blanket. 
Sadly, the trip came to an end and we headed home. I realized that I had to tell my parents about the fact that I became a Christian and I felt nauseous thinking of their reaction. My family are, are atheists. They don't follow any religion or go to church or are close with anyone who follows any religion. Therefore, I was petrified to tell them. I had no idea when, what, and how to tell them. I, I discussed everything with I discuss everything with my with my parents what's happening in my life. However, I still had reservations as to how they would react to my newfound faith. Immediately as I pulled the door of my house open, I heard the howl of my dad's laugh and instantly I knew I was home. I dumped my bag and leaped up the stairs to their bedroom. I was panting as I reached the last stair and felt the blood Cursing, curse, cursing through my body as I had just completed, as if I had just completed a gym class. Reliving this event, I had never been more terrified in my life to speak to my parents. Before I'd even got into their bedroom, tears began to flow down my crimson cheeky, freckly face. My dad, now silent and terror washed over my mum's worn face, I sunk down into their springy mattress and began to sprout out, spout out that I was a Christian. I told them all about the trip and they both listened attentively. After lengthy discussions, I discovered that my parents were accepting of my choice and were delighted that I had told them. I was grateful for the acceptance from my parents and felt comforted knowing they would support me unconditionally. Sunday evening arrived. For, for a church, I had expected it to be an outdated building with pews and ancient Bibles on top. To my complete surprise, my preconceptions were false. This church had a neon green exterior, and inside were couches, TVs, and projectors. There was a live band who played catchy Christian songs. I initially thought they were pop songs disco lights and a cafe with complimentary treats which were scrumptious. It was incredible. I felt elevated as, as I had experienced anything, as I had never experienced anything like this before. Reflecting back to this, I've realized that I'm tremendously grateful for having a wonderful church on my doorstep and all the generous people I have met through it. Recently, as a surprise, my, my friends gifted me a baby blue Bible with silver encrusted pages and messages with their favorite verses on the first page. It takes pride of, pride of place on my bedside table. I adore it and delve into it regularly. To top this, I discovered that my auntie was a Christian, which has been fabulous and through her shared passion we have become increasingly closer to one another. She sent me a terrific quote which in my mind encapsulates my newfound Christianity. Faith is like Wi-Fi. It's invisible but it has the power to connect you to what you need. You need to have faith in order to grow as a Christian and this in turn allows you to have a loving relationship with God I'm thankful to my friends who dragged me to all those events as my life has now been enriched with purpose and meaning. That's great, isn't it? Let's give Lara a big cheer. Thank you, Lara. 
And I hope just as, as you've been hearing Des share and Lara share her story, I hope something has resonated deep within because we're, God welcomes anyone to become Christians, anyone to be followers of Jesus because Jesus has died for us all. But the thing is, we've got a choice and we can choose like Lara did to accept Jesus. And I hope and I pray that everyone here comes to realize that God loves them dearly and, and that, that you're able to find your identity in Jesus because he is your savior. He died for you. He rose for you so that you, will, you can rise too and enjoy eternity with God. And that's what the band believe. And speaking of the band, they're going to lead us in our last song. So why don't we stand together and sing our last song? Thank you, band.
Dear God, thank you that, that you want to wash away all, all our sin, all the bad things that we've ever done, all the, the bad motives inside us. And Lord, you want to give us a clean slate and you died for us so that we might have life. And I pray that everyone here finds life in Jesus. Thank you that you love us. Amen.